The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guests today are Ray Berry and Mike Yates from White Lion Brewing in Springfield, Massachusetts. Hello, you two. Thank you for having us. (laughs) Absolutely. Great to be here. I'm so glad that the both of you are here. It's kind of a continuation from the other event that I was at maybe a month ago at your place, which was so fun. And way overdue, I hadn't been yet. Do you do a lot of those? We do a lot of community events. The backbone of White Line is built on community. So um, we've been very fortunate along the way to be able to host those over the last year and a half since we've opened. Yeah, and I was just thinking about who invited me there, and it was Matt Geffen and Bill Grinnell. And Matt Geffen was just on my show two weeks ago. So I'll have to thank Matt for making this uh, connection for me because he's... Greasing my pipeline for the yeah, radio, Yeah, no, which the is whole nice. Weber Grinnell team, we, we appreciate them, absolutely. Yeah, it was really sweet to be there. And the food was good. We have a great food set up by way of our team in the kitchen and our advisory team by way of uh, Andrew Brow and High Brow. So, yeah, it's been pretty cool along the way. Nice. He hasn't been on the show yet, but he's great. You have great. to get him on. He's a good dude. He has dude. High Brow and then... Jackalope. Um, Jackalope in Springfield. One of the newest venues in downtown, right on the Worthington Street corridor. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff happening in the downtown area. So, and he's just one of those additions. Jackalope. It's like a. Is it like an animal thing with you guys? Like (laughs) that's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lion would kill a jackalope, right? So that's right. Jackalopes are poisonous. So really, yeah. No, they're not real. I didn't so even I just, know that. I just decided that they were well, poisonous. And, and white lions are super rare. You know, and unicorns' horns are poisonous, too. Well, narwhal. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Right. The narwhals are So if real. I had a restaurant, i call it the unicorn then. And we could oh, all absolutely. be friends. We're all, be, uh, yeah. all in one back, yeah. a, a bucket. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Love it. All in one bucket. Um, so how old is White Lion Brewing? Uh, forever old. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> like a decade, right? <laughs> Our product, our product launch, no, not quite. Our product actually hit the street in uh, 2014, late 2014, I believe, if my memory serves me correct. Exactly. November 2014. All right. So we're we're getting there, but we're not quite hit the the 10 year mark. Okay. So it hit the street in 2014. What was that like? It was exciting. So um, I met Mike through uh, a mutual friend of probably many of us. Tony Maroulis at the time was the executive director of the Amherst Chamber of Commerce, and we were going through a leadership program, Leadership Pioneer Valley. And I had shared with him the story of what I wanted to try and do. And he said, well, when you get to the point where you think you're ready to start the conversation in a serious manner, I got a brewer or two that may be interested in what you're trying to do. And uh, that led to um, the introduction with Mike. I remember we met down at Plan B, downtown Springfield. And I didn't really need to meet with anyone else. And uh, I was able to convince him, <laughs> literally able to convince him about our story and what we were trying to do. And he was willing to, you know, play his role and come on board and help out. And here we are uh, seven, eight years later. So it started with a conversation. It started with someone in the community and just sharing an idea. And we were able to put together a, uh, a strong framework. And and I love that you mentioned Tony and how he connected and and 
you know, made this match for the two of you because I talk about this all the time in my role in business development at Greenfield Savings Bank and how it's it's up to the people that can mm. do the connecting to do the connecting because so many of us are in our silos at work because we have to have our butts in the seat or we can't get out and go to the events or pollinate or whatever. So the fact that Tony was doing what he was supposed to be doing as an executive director of the <laughs> right. chamber, yeah. but really said, hey, I know this guy, Mike. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, I know this guy, Ray. Why don't you guys talk? Right. Because you never know. You right? never, ever know. That's exactly. true. Yeah. It's like hooking, hooking people up together. Mm -hmm. You just never know. Ne <laughs> yeah. I, but I feel like people are afraid to do that, right? They're like, I'm not going to hook my friends up with anybody because what if it goes bad, yeah. you know? Well, certainly in a dating way. <laughs> yeah. I've been bitten that way. Egg on face. A business way can be a little bit less risky. Well, maybe. you know. Maybe. This, this this match worked. So. <laughs> yeah. It did. Tony. So we're, so we're Thank both, you, Tony. We're both, both still friends with Tony. Thank so. you, Tony Marulis. He's great. Tony's He's back man. at UMass. I got to see him on stage the other day at this community event for um, UMass coming back to school yeah. and, you know, welcome fall and all this stuff. No, he's, he's an great. awesome, awesome guy. He tells funny jokes. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. So that's, um, how, that's how it started. Yeah, great. And so, Mike, you were a brewer when Ray met you. What's your I, yeah, history? Been, uh, it's, it's, a the, long, it's a long history, but uh, it's, we just realized that I've been at this since 1997, so it's been 25 years. Wow. Um, various local breweries in the Mass, Connecticut area, and uh, even a little Vermont, so even Boston. It's, it's a long history, but... Late 90s was the craft beer movement really was barely a thing at that point. It was a tiny little slice of the market, and it's really, I've just watched it explode literally over the last, whatever, couple decades, and, um, you know, literally going from a handful of breweries in each New England state to now well over 100, I believe, in every state, and there was a couple thousand maybe nationwide, and now we're up to, what, 8,000 or 9,000 breweries nationwide, so... It's it's become kind of more of a common household thing, you know. People just kind of expect craft beer to be on the menu. So we've, we've been fortunate to get on that wave and ride it for the last few years. So did you start home brewing? Uh, I'm kind of a rare I'm kind of a rare guy that did not start as a home brewer. Uh, one winter I fell into a brewery where I took a job in uh, literally cleaning and helping out in the brewery. And one of the brewers quit and the owner asked if I wanted to learn how to make beer and the rest is history, as they say. So I've been at it for a long time. That's amazing. You just never know, right? right you never place, know. Right time. And uh, I actually went to UMass and have a background in microbiology. So it kind of came full circle because as a brewer, you're basically growing yeast in a sugar solution. So if you can do that consistently, it kind of, it all tied together. So you never know with life. Is that how you justified it to your parents? I'm using my microbiology. I'm, I'm using this is this is not just for free beer. I'm <laughs> using my college education here to uh, better myself. So yeah. Do you also make bread? I am not a baker, but there are a lot of parallels with baking and brewing, measuring just, precise yeah. measuring and, and yeast. temperatures just and yeast. About yeah, the yeast. no, hundred percent. Yeah, the, the growing of that is never something I've done either. So, um, so what do you think the hardest thing is about? brewing beer, about knowing your craft? Uh, the hardest thing, especially on our size, because we're not, we're not large, we're not small, we're kind of a mid-sized brewery at this point, and, uh, you know, just consistency. You know, we have certain 
our styles that, you know, people come to learn and love and they expect the same product every single time. So making sure you hit all your parameters when you're brewing of volumes and temperatures and whatnot, and just it's attention to detail and cleanliness is a huge part of it. So, so what does mid-size mean? You know, a few, couple, few thousand barrels of beer a year. You know, there's a lot of tiny guys out there that are only doing a couple hundred barrels. And then the, the bigger breweries are doing, you know, 50,000 barrels. So The bigger co- microbreweries, as they would call them? or Yeah, the bigger microbreweries. So, like, Budweiser is making far more than... Yeah, they're making, like, a million or something yeah. ridiculous. But they're uh, not a microbrewery. No, no. So we're talking about, like, the Sam Adamses. Are they still yeah, considered... Sam like a, Adams, yeah, Sam Adams, you know. Uh, Sam Adams is a microbrewery? They're like the macroist. Really? They're the macroist. The macroist, microist. The macroist, microist. That surprises me. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I feel like that's a stretch. Creative definition, I think. Yeah. Definitely a stretch. But, um, but yeah, there's a couple local mid size people getting. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you all have a lot of SKUs to offer. I don't know what you would call them. We would call them SKUs in retail. SKUs. Got it. Okay. (laughs) A lot of, a lot of beverages to offer. I mean, every time I, I think of you or, you know, go to try your beer or look you up, you always have more. So how many offerings do you have? How many different beers do you have? That's a great question. Like twenty five? Well, oh not I mean the tap room alone has how many going on at one time? And fifteen, 15. or so. So yeah, I mean, but a lot of that's consumer based. So the consumer drives much of our conversation. Uh, there's a number of different palettes out there. It's no different than the various genres of food, right? So we want to be able to cater to the broad based consumer. There's gonna be a consumer that's just an IPA driven individual. There's going to be a consumer that may want the, the classic uh, loggers and pilsners of the world. And then there's a consumer that just wants to experiment or just be introduced to and try something that's light, maybe fruity. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we, we, try to, we try to cover the whole gamut with and try to cater to and take care of the consumer base. Yeah, I I definitely think that you do. I was really impressed when I went in there to see all the offerings. And um, we have to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk about some of my favorite names of your beers, too. (laughs) Because whoever's doing your marketing is very clever, and I appreciate it. Um, You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today talking with White Lion Brewing, Ray Berry, and Mike Yates. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I am joined today with a couple of friends, Mike Yates and Ray Berry from White Lion Brewing in Springfield, Massachusetts. Not my home away from home, but a much beloved city. I worked there for a little while in between owning Jackson and Connor and um, working at Greenfield Savings Bank when I was working for the bid for Chris Russell for a hot minute there. In the summer of, mm. oh, let's see, 2016, I think, okay, 2015. yeah, that's right. Yeah, fun times. Good times. I love Springfield. How are you feeling about Springfield these days? We love Springfield. That's why we're there. We are big on the city of Springfield. Uh, it's the third largest city in the Commonwealth. It anchors Western Massachusetts. As Western Massachusetts goes, the city goes, or as the city goes, Western Mass goes. So, um, you know, I cut my teeth professionally 
um, and socially, obviously, in the city of Springfield. Uh, so I had to convince Mike when in those early conversations that Springfield should be our home and where we should root ourselves. And I think it's benefited us. We always wanted to be in the downtown space. Took us a while to find what that space looked like and where we would land. <laughs> but <laughs> we landed it. We landed. <laughs> it was a rough landing. But, uh, yeah, we landed. And what so was rough about it? Well, there was a number of locations that we looked at along the way. And... I just didn't, I think I was a little naive in knowing what was available in downtown that would be fair for a brewing space, for light manufacturing. I mean, there's office space, there's this, that, and a third, restaurant space, food and beverage, Mm -hmm. retail. But to really transition or turn something into a light industrial space was was a little bit hard for us to, to land. But we got fortunate enough. We got fortunate with the new ownership at Tower Square. We got fortunate with uh, the city of Springfield knowing what we were trying to do. And it's like a puzzle. It's like a mosaic. You have to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And at the end of the day, you see the big picture. But when you're putting the pieces of the puzzle together, you really can't see how it's going to land, right? But we were very fortunate. So you're in Tower Square. Is that 1500 Main? 1500, right in the middle of downtown. Boom! <laughs> I do go to skin catering here, so full disclosure, I see yeah, Leanne right and Kim. Yeah. And and full, dis- full, full disclosure, I literally walked from your event, and I was like, I'm going to go in the sauna, cross the, cross the way, see you guys. Leanne and Kim are awesome. Um, they yeah. were one of the first, I mean, they've they've anchored Tower Square for quite some time. Yeah. So they, they continue to do it. And they're a multi-level tenant. And they're too. awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. I love them, totally. Um, so how many square feet do you occupy? We occupy uh, approximately 8,000 square feet upstairs, meaning the first floor, and rounding up approximately 3,000 square feet of basement space for dry and refrigerated storage. Nice. And the upstairs obviously includes Mike's uh, production side. We have the tap room and then a small kitchen. Yeah, I really liked being able to see what was going on um, in the sort of Mike's area of the yeah. brewing operation. Mike built that. The fish the fishbowl effect. Yeah. Sit yeah. at the bar and watch watch the Oompa Loompas make the <laughs> make the Oompa Loompa Doopa Dee Doo. We should get some costumes for we Halloween can. and we can. Amazing. Damn skippy. That's a great idea. I feel like this might be a good name for another beer. Uh oh. Ooh. <laughs> Uh-oh. We have to think about it. Let's do it. Let's get, <laughs> let's get creative. Don't, yeah, don't give Randy ideas <laughs> here. Know, exactly. like, Talk to me. Exactly. <laughs> you get sued by the estate of Roald Dahl. Talk to yeah. me. <laughs> um, but speaking of names of your beers, I, I'm, I'm a fan, a fan favorite of these. I mean, Insane Maine. How, how did you come up with that? I mean, did you come up with that? Did someone else come up with that? Do you have a marketing person? Yeah, no, it's a combination of a lot. So some of the names that we put out at market are just fly by night. Someone maybe working in a beer garden brings up a name. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, we have TSM Design who built the, the branding. They have created a name or two along the way. Um, Mike has suggested, a team member has suggested, I brainstorm or, you know, in the shower one day, like, oh, okay. So, you know, it just, some of it is um, happenstance. It just happens. And some of it is thought out. We try to align many of our names with the vector or the creature of a lion uh, or the cat family. 
There's another one. Cats, I have my cats cat down, prints. Cats down on under. Free. I forgot. Oh, we have cats, we have cats, cats down <laughs> under too. Yeah. <laughs> What's cats down under? Is that like an Australian? It is. It features beer? Australian hops. Oh, so see. Kind of works. No Vegemite though. And it's made with real jackalope. No Vegemite. <laughs> jackalope juice. Uh-huh. <laughs> the horns. <laughs> the the horn. The horn of the jackalope. Uh. Why a lion? Where did the idea of a oh, lion come from? Because yes. here's the rumor that I heard. When no, please tell the rumor because we'll dispel that real quick. The rumor was, <laughs> oh, a white lion. MGM must be behind this. No, and not. it was in Springfield and MGM was coming. And so yeah, I was like, no. I don't know. Thanks, thanks, Monty. That rumor had almost died. But, you know, <laughs> now it's coming. You can address it in major No, way. we'll address it real quick. So actually, yeah. white lion, I th- if, if my memory serves me, was uh, filed with uh, the state or USPTO well in advance of MGM coming to the city of Springfield. White lion comes from Africa. It is a rare breed, as you mentioned, Tara. Uh, it's a symbol of good for humankind. It's an extension beyond race, color, creed, or gender. So it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. At the end of the day, it's about sharing in a common experience. And for us, the common experience is good craft beer. So it doesn't matter if you're black, white, your economic background. We want you to be part of the experience in the conversation of white lion. And that's how, and the reason why, uh, that name is at the forefront. I love it. Yeah. And, and I, I just want to say, as, as, a, as a person who's been in the craft beer um, community for a long time, which is a highly Caucasian market, and down in Springfield, we've really created this room where at any given time, you see a wide, a very diverse group of you know, colors and, and um, economic backgrounds. So it's really, it's, you know... Ray had this vision to bring people together, and it's really, it's really kind of working. It's great mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and Springfield is that too. I mean, yeah. Springfield I feel like is definitely Springfield is definitely a place where a lot of, of different folks can be and right. do, yeah. and yeah. you know, a lot of multi ethnicities and and types of food. You know, Ray yeah. was talking about that earlier. That's one thing I remember about being in Springfield was just the the diverse culinary experience and uh. seeing lots of different people on the street and. Um, you know, one of the things that I sort of was thinking as I was reading about White Lion and looking at your website and things just kept jumping out to me, partially the names, um, (laughs) you know, but also your partnerships, you know, it seems like partnerships are a really big piece of White Lion. So I don't know if you want to talk about that at all and sort of how that matters to you. Very much so. Um, I'm a transplant to Massachusetts. And I uh, came from a very small town and went to two institutions, undergrad and grad, but wanted to stay here in the city of Springfield in Western Massachusetts. And a number of mentors, community people, just advised me along the way and, and helped me grow as a, as a young man into eventually starting a business. So, you know, community is huge to me. When I didn't have anything else, I had community to support and, and back me up. So... Um, and then my career started in the nonprofit field, and that nonprofit field was community-based. And that's why uh, a lot of the principles or tentacles of White Lion are centered around community. And it creates those collaborations and those partnerships. Because you can't do things on your own. I mean, there's that people think that they can go out and do things on their own, and that you, you, can, you can get defeated quickly that way. Mm-hmm. So you have, to, you have to have support. You have to have channels. You have to have collaborations. You have to have partnerships. That's, I'm big on that. So, yeah, whenever we have an opportunity to sit down with uh, a community initiative or a community partner, 
um, we want to be part of that conversation and it, it, it helps everyone in that ecosystem. Do you feel like you learned a lot of that, a lot of those principles at the United Way when you were there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. United Way was great. I mean, before that, well, yeah, United Way, other nonprofits along the way. But United Way for those eight, nine years really allowed me to um, extend the community conversation and partnerships and relationships that are truly beneficial to what we do day in and day out. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. You know, I think that Nobody can go it alone anymore. Mm, And if you try, you just don't get as far as if you're with a bunch of other people. And it's not as fun. No. (laughs) Right? Who wants to go to a party and be the only one at the party? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, All right. Introverts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're here again. It's time for another break. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guests today are Ray Berry and Mike Gates of White Lion Brewing in Springfield. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm joined today with some great folks from White Lion Brewing, Ray Berry and Mike Yates. We are hearing about partnerships in the community and how um, we need to go together rather than solo, because what fun is that, Mm -hmm. really? Um, And, you know, some of the names of the beers that I love, Rorange. That must be an orange beer, right? Exactly. Yeah. Roaring with the orange. Yeah. Roaring, roaring with some orange. Insane Maine. What's that one? Insane Maine is a red ale. It's a red ale I've been making for almost 25 years now. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of stood the test of time. It's a nice amber ale that it's kind of that middle of the road. It's not a light beer. It's not a dark beer. Not too hoppy. It's kind of a crowd, perennial crowd favorite. Mm-hmm. So Nice. And... Um, Perlicious. Mm-hmm. Everybody perlicious. loves perlicious. Everyone is that like perlicious. a lady drink? Is it like a lady fan fave? Makes, makes you want to purr. Yeah. I mean, guys sour? purr too. Guys sour? purr. Sour? Is it sour? <laughs> no, it's not sour. No. It's, no, it's an, uh, it's an IPA. Yeah, it's an IPA. Yeah. Like a light one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> light, lightish. Lightish. It's, it's, it's an it's, IPA. It's good. It's a good, that's a good beer. It's a great beer, actually. I'm actually surprised you guys didn't bring any beers to try. I mean, I know we're not on TV or anything. Well, we figured if we brought some, then, you know, that the last 20 minutes of this may have got a little We'd goosey, really be singing. Well, well, yeah. Um, so now that Monty's brought this up. Sing, Monty. In, sing. Well, <laughs> in, in my Googling, when I was typing in White Lion... It did happen to pull up. When the children oh. cry. Of course. When the children cry. Of course. <laughs> we oh get that God. a lot. It's so funny that I, I don't even associate that with it anymore. Oh, my God. Your branding has overcome the 80s. I was like, what is this song? I did listen to that song cry. this morning. Thank you both very much. A new world begins. Oh, they, we have to bring I that mean, back, though. They looked good. Maybe we can do a sponsorship. I yeah. think so. Oh right? and I then, mean... Well, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm just we talking about community collaboration. I, I think right. you have to have some sort of karaoke <laughs> night where it's like White Lion inspired songs um, featuring and, Monty. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get hair. Yeah. Oh, you have hair. No, I you mean, have I so have much hair. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. But yeah. I mean, I actually, have hair. Big, big hair night for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I got oh yeah. Oh. 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 Big hair night. Big hair night. Eighties. 
80s. Be careful. Tara turns all these ideas into reality, so be careful what you say. Dude, yeah, exactly. I'll be like, can you hear me knocking? We're on it. <laughs> That's my theme song. So, anyway, we just digress there for a moment. Right. I'm it. coming back. Um, the two uh, beers that I want to talk about that are community collabs that I, I really loved, one was Pride and one was Camby. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about maybe Pride first? Yeah, Pride. I mean, so the city of Springfield had its first Pride parade, and I actually had an opportunity to go to the parade. It was absolutely incredible incredible energy it was beautiful i think i had a smile for the three hours that i was there i just couldn't stop smiling it was good it was just good to see all of that action activity and everyone having a great time um so uh the the pride coalition of the group came in and um worked with one of our other partners ashley clark and wanted to do something special and we're about being part of that special conversation so we worked with another local, it wasn't TSM Design, but we worked with another local artist who put together an incredible can art. And talking about Perlicious, uh, Mike's Perlicious beer went into that particular um, branded product. And it sold out quickly. The day of, we had set aside an, an, an allotment of beer and within an hour it was gone. Everybody wanted to support the Pride Initiative. We were happy to be part of it. We were, we were happy to contribute to it, and we look forward to being part of it next year as well. And, and to see it, we'll, we, we know it's going to grow. It's just going to keep growing, uh, and that's, that's the exciting thing. So is that going to be um, a partnership that will only come out at certain times of the year? Like is this things that are not? To my, yeah, because to Mike's point, it, it we have a number of SKUs. We have a number of partnerships that are um, seasonal. And there's only so much we can do based off of our own capacity. So some of those are one-time-a-year special releases. No different than our partnership with the Springfield Thunderbirds, which that beer, for the most part, is released during the entire hockey season. And is it sold both at the s- rink and at the, at, I'm like at the at stadium. The, yeah. It's at the stadium. It's, it's on the, the ice. rink. Mm. It's on the ice. <laughs> it is. And and through a number of accounts throughout Western Mass. I was going to say available at all your favorite local retailers. <laughs> oh, all right. So is it is oh, it called a, Thunderbirds? Thunderboom. Thunderboom. Thunder Another New England IPA. Great beer. Great partnership. It gives the Thunderbirds greater uh, brand awareness throughout the Western Mass territory, and uh, and allows us to um, create that hometown beer. It's just a great partnership. Yeah, people really rally around the beer, the the Thunderbird team, and like I said, it gives them a, an extension throughout the four counties of Western Mass. Are they doing well, the Thunderbirds? Uh, what? <laughs> I believe their season Man. opener is their home opener is this Saturday, and so. they went to the Calder Cup Finals. Yeah, they were the East Coast the champions East, last Eastern, year. Yeah, Eastern Conference champs. So, I mean, the energy was crazy. We yeah. can't wait for the, the puck to drop on the 15th. Yeah, I the can't wait either. Drop. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know. See, he's Mike's got, a got career, beer name right He's got a career in sports <laughs> announcing over here. And the puck to drop. Puck, puck drop. IPA Shout out coming. to Boomer. <laughs> so for people that don't know, Boomer is the mascot. Yeah. Yeah. It's so a bird. Th- that's how we came up with the name. 
Thunderbirds, the yep. Thunder portion of it. Yeah. And then you got to, I mean, Boomer's the man. I mean, well, Boomer is and, that. And you have this animal thing. If oh, you we have an animal too. It. Well, well, we have our just, own animal. Yeah, you're you're like making friends. <laughs> We're with animals. animals. I mean, <laughs> Leopold, Leopold the lion. <clears throat> Leopold oh, the lion. He comes out every once in a blue moon. Oh, the, the your your mascot. Yes, our mascot. Oh, it has yeah. a name. I didn't oh, know that Leopold yes, he, was he the is, lion. Yes. yes, yes. Stately. He's, we been, have a, he's been on vacation for a while. I think yeah, he's gotta, it's time. We got to bring him back off the island. Bring it back. Jeez, where's he been, man? This is ridiculous. I'm all about the mascot. Who's paying him? GSB is a mascot. Is he still on not, not enough. <laughs> is, who, is, who draws the short straw of getting in the suit? We don't know who it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we really don't know. They, it's just some guy that shows up in a lion costume. They go downstairs to the closet yeah. and he comes up yeah. fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> We're not tall enough. Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. Leopold is six I, feet tall. I yeah. feel like... I feel like... Um, it could be Justin Roberts. I feel like under there, oh, you know. Interesting. Like, I feel like he might I know be willing that guy. to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Just saying, <laughs> he'd be silly enough maybe to do that. Anyway, it's a very particular job. I know that that at the bank when someone has to put on the bee costume, it's oh, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the Green River Festival, yeah, it was like ninety five degrees. Oh my god! Oh, like, oh my god! A pound or two. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's hot in there. So, so yeah, that's that's one of our, our one of our partnerships too. Yeah. Um, and then Camby. Marcus Camby, yeah. So that came by way of our good Springfield uh, NBA product, Travis Best. So Travis introduced us to Marcus. Conversation grew, evolved, created an f- incredible beer. That beer is like fire. And uh, utilized TSM Design. Uh, Marcus's business agent, Max Etienne. A little bit of UMass culture in there as well. So the brand on the beer can is absolutely incredible. And the beer in the can is absolutely incredible. So it's a win-win really for all three parties, that being White Lion, Mike's Creativity, and and Marcus Camby. And so what does it mean to partner with Marcus Camby for a beer? It's pretty cool. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all people. He has his own brand. White Lion has a brand. You bring, again, collaboration. You bring two brands together. I remember the time Mike was in uh, just leaving school. I was just leaving school. He went to UMass. I went to AIC. The energy at that time, from a sports perspective, when UMass was rocking and rolling and Marcus had UMass basketball on his back and did extraordinary things over his time there, and uh, I still remember that energy. And, you know, that was one of the reasons why. He's a true ambassador for UMass, Massachusetts, and New England. And that's one of the reasons why I thought it was good for the, the collective team of White Lion to align ourselves with that particular brand through Marcus. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's good to choose good local people mm-hmm. to line up with. Yeah. And I'm also seeing this... Uh, mascot photo happening so i feel like you gotta get like the Minuteman <laughs> and the aicb oh, yeah. yeah leopold Boomer. yeah yeah I we feel can like have a fashion to... show we can have our own little mascot for us. <laughs> yeah. well i think the radio station can sponsor uh, a uh, a fashion show mascot fashion show mascot fat new england mascot fashion I love show that. Come on. white lion 
hosted by, at White Lion with the White Lion theme songs, the, the, the rock and roll band as a theme song right. throughout we'll, the we'll night. We'll get them to come play. We'll invite all the furries and people that dress furries. up like that on their own. Oh, That's a go. movement in itself. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm really loving this. This would be amazing. That is a movement and culture like in it's itself. It's happening. It's really happening. Uh, okay. Uh, Full disclosure before we break. Tara Brewster is a furry. I have a unicorn head. Oh. That I could wear. Is it really? real? It's real. Okay. It's a full body furry? No, it's just it goes over my okay. head. Yeah. And yeah, it's I believe anyway. I also have one. Okay. There you go. <laughs> That's why we love each other. Oh, no. I love it. Okay. Time to go again. Okay. Um, <laughs> you've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I've been lis- talking to Ray Barry and Mike Gates of White Lion Brewing in Springfield. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster. WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm joined today by Mike Yates and Ray Berry of White Lion Brewing in Springfield. We were just talking about partnerships and just community collaborations. Marcus Camby and Amherst and mascots. And if you missed it, you should definitely listen on the podcast after we get done. Um, but that brought me to the next thing I want to talk about was your expansion into Amherst. Yeah. Why Amherst? How did that happen? What's wow. going on? Some, well, a lot of that started by way of the Amherst Business Improvement District, Gabrielle. Uh, and we all know the importance that business improvement districts play in downtown environments by way of the city of Springfield. I mean, yep. Chris, Chris Russell, Russell Michelle, Michelle. Grout, the whole team down there, do, yeah. they do incredible stuff. I might not know you if not for that. What? Yeah, see, small world. Things come together. So, you know, Gabrielle was big on trying to have White Lion anchor itself somewhere in Amherst. COVID reared its ugly head. Uh, delayed our brick and mortar in downtown Springfield, but she stayed at it. She kept in our ear, um, wanted us to look at a number of locations. And then the Marcus Canby conversation came full circle. And we felt that maybe it was the right thing to do at the right time. Downtown Amherst, we're big on downtown environments, foot traffic, vehicle traffic, being part of a lot of the moving parts. And um, so we looked at a number of locations and we landed and this is why I know things sometimes are meant to be. We landed in a location where Mike Yates anchored and cut his teeth in the area by way of brewing at the old ABC. The old ABC, Amherst Brewing. And then and High Horse. Right. I mean, go ahead and tell the story. This guy's part of the, I mean, it's meant, it's to, be. meant to be. Kismet. Well, for, <laughs> that's where Amherst Brewing started was right in the center of Amherst and they have since moved down the hill closer to UMass um, but yeah I was the head brewer there for several years and so it's kind of a weird serendipitous coincidence that here we are somehow ending up back in the exact same location so we're, we're ready to put a small brewing setup in there and kind of make like a little pilot facility so so that'll give Ray even more creativity with his wacky ideas on <laughs> what I what I can brew and uh, chef it up. But yeah, it's fantastic because, like you said, Gabrielle's been you know instrumental in bringing the Drake to downtown Amherst. Which, as somebody who spent many years in Amherst and a lot of my time going across the bridge to see music, 
Now Amherst has its own music venue, which is quite fantastic. And we will be right downstairs. So a little pregame at White Lion and part of the Amherst experience. So. That's right. And so is it set up yet? Is it? We are going through. There's still some uh, construction that needs to be done, some of it by the landlord, some of it by White Lion and the team. A lot of it's beautification. A lot of the bones are, are already in place. I think the biggest piece is what Mike's talking about would be the pilot facility. But other than that, I think a lot of the uh, build-out uh, will be done by the end of the year, and then it'll just be a matter of us waiting for the appropriate paperwork to come in from a licensing perspective to get things open and ready to have that uh, ribbon cutting. So will it be similar to White Lion in Springfield? Will you have, you know, sort of the the creation of the beer happening on site, or will it just be more of a tap room? Oh, no, 100%. It's going to be almost a not, a, not a mirror image, but we're going to have a small facility where we'll make beer for there, and we'll probably share some product with the two locations and, um, you know, have some food. I think we're working with yeah, similar. We're, we're, yeah, a lot of the, to Mike's point, a lot of the um, the optic will be what you see at White Lion, the branding you'll see in Amherst. The food menu will mirror much of what you see out of Springfield. So there will be a lot of similarities, uh, with the exception of there will be a, a, a little bit more branding um, related to Canby and the University of Massachusetts culture. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, smart. So we're, we're going to be occupying about 5,500 square feet. Okay. Uh, so the footprint's a little bit sh- uh, smaller than downtown Springfield, but we'll be able to uh, get really creative and have a nice experience or another addition to downtown Yeah. and, that, the, uh, and the town of Amherst. And that almost seems bigger than what I remember that space being ever. So are you going all the way down to, I don't even know what's next to it. Um, no, there's a there's a there's a full size kitchen yeah. there. There's a lot of stuff you don't see yeah. in there. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a pretty big yeah. space. Oh, I mean the entire yeah. the entire building is twenty thousand square feet. Yeah. So we're only taking a quarter of that. Yeah. Um, so there's a love like the Drake is a moving part. Yeah. And then once we occupy our little sliver, there'll be another space available for a, 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 an occupant or two. Yeah. Yeah. And is Drew going to help with the food? Drew was part of the ongoing conversation. Absolutely. He's one of yes. our ongoing partners. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Teamwork makes the dream Continuity. work. Continuity. Yeah. So what about the future? What does 2023 look like for you apart from Amherst? Yeah. We, we always have in ongoing internal conversations around the strategic growth of White Lion. And so we have White Lion Springfield. We'll now have White Lion Amherst. Uh, we just started to distribute... Uh, by way of another partner in in the state of Connecticut, uh, we'll look to expand our brand to uh, within reason to a larger consumer base. Um, sharing our brand, sharing our story, sharing the creativity of Liquid that Mike and his team put in play, and that's what it's all about. Um, yeah. We're not going to be that brewery you're going to find in the state of California, but we can easily be the brewery you find uh, in. Rhode Island, or in your travels through Connecticut. So everything will be within reason. And are you doing the distribution yourselves, or do you have a partner that? So we do self distro in Western Massachusetts, and a little. We still dibble and dabble in the other parts of the state. Uh, we do have a partnering distributor in Connecticut. Um, so they're, they're the, those are those conver- they, they are the conversations that we have internally. 
we'll remain self-distro in Western Mass, but do we align ourselves with a partner in Central Mass? Do we align ourselves with a partner on the Cape? Do we align ourselves with a partner in the greater Boston area? So there's only, again, so much that we can do based off of our capacity, and those partnerships are key to our growth. But our goal is to remain steadfast in Western Mass and do what we do and uh, also uh, help out other smaller breweries. We distribute five or six other breweries in Western Massachusetts, and we'll continue to, to, to look at that and see if there's a growth model relative to that. And so your partners, you've been working together for a while, you've been in the industry, you're growing. What would you suggest to other people listening that are, that are looking to get into business or looking to get into this industry <clears throat> in particular? You know, what are some pearls that you can share with them? Well, I would say, and then Mike can have his input, I mean, you have to follow your heart. I mean, you're going to always have folks that are there to support you, but you're also going to have folks that may be on the sidelines waiting for you to stumble and fall and fail. But uh, just believe in yourself. Uh, always also realize that you don't have to lead from the front. You can lead from the side or the back. Surround yourself with uh, experienced individuals that can uh, carry that, carry some of the weight with you. Uh, and, you know, White Lion wouldn't be where it's at if it were not for the experience of a Mike Yates. Would not be where it's at if it wasn't for the experience of a TSM design, right? So you have to put the pieces of that puzzle uh, together and uh, not be afraid to um, ask for help along the way. I mean, we, we, we've stumbled along the way, and that help was needed. And, uh, again, a lot of folks in the city of Springfield or greater area came, came to our rescue. So you just got to just keep at it. Keep at it as long as you can. Mike? Yeah, he pretty much said everything. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, what he said. Put That's it, why you guys it, get along yeah, so well yeah. together. <laughs> well, I mean, he and I complement each other pretty well, you know. And, um, you know, we've been fortunate to put together a good team over the years. And we, we all have our strengths and our weaknesses. And, but together we seem to get the job done. So, Amen to that. It's like Brene Brown says that uh, life is an arena and some people have the season ticket holder seats. There are some hecklers, you know, there's, but you just got to focus on the ones that are, you know, your biggest cheerleaders. But wait till they release a white lion into that (laughs) arena. Then we'll see what happens. (laughs) Oh boy. All right. So time to wrap it up. Maybe we should go out with a roar. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, George O'Brien and his team at Business West. Love you. You're the best. Thank you so much for telling us all the stories and news uh, throughout the region. And Greenfield Savings Bank, my employer, 10 branches throughout Franklin and Hampshire County, 153 years old, doing so much good for the community. Uh, You're so awesome. I love you. And uh, shall we roar? Why not? You lead the way. (laughs) All right. Roar! The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. You must show the